The winningest team in baseball also has the most saves, and people who save the most money are winners. So start earning saves by investing in worthy bonds for only $10 each. These bonds earn a fixed 7% APY, and there's no fees, penalties, or minimum balance required, and they can be redeemed whenever you like. You can even round up everyday purchases to buy additional bonds. Go to worthybonds.com backslash save. That's worthybonds.com backslash save. And save and win. Extra 106.3 would like to welcome you home. This is the All Four Seasons Home Show with Jim Niarcos and Dan Watkins, only on Extra 106.3 FM. Welcome to the All Four Seasons Home Show. I'm Jim Niarcos, and our sponsor, Dan Watkins, is taking a break, but he'll be back in a couple weeks. Uh, for those of you just joining us, I just want to tell you a little bit about the show, what we're about we're here every Saturday morning at 9 with a different subject matter expert, yeah, all different kinds of companies. I vet them personally. I have over 30 years of experience uh, consulting with businesses, a lot of home improvement businesses. And uh, I make sure we bring on the best companies that are honest and that are going to give you the best advice and tips to help you make a good consumer decision, save money, and most of all, not get ripped off. None of our guests are endorsed. They come in on their own free time just to help you make good decisions. So join us every Saturday morning at 9 right here on Extra 106.3 FM, the home of Fox News Radio and Atlanta's only conservative news talk station. We're happy to be part of the Dickey Broadcasting family here, uh, uh, 680 The Fan, of course, Extra 106.3 FM. And, uh, the, you know, we've got Neil Bortz, the talk master, has joined us now. We've got Kim Peterson, the Kimmer, who's joined us. And, of course, every morning from 6 to 9, you can get the straight talk, the news, without any spin from The Morning Extra with Tug, Rhino, and Flounders. So don't forget to check out The Morning Extra so you can find out what's really going on instead of listening to all this fake news. So right now we want to get to our guest. That You know, they say good fences make good neighbors. And, uh, you know, that's... Uh, that's probably a pretty good rule. So we wanted to bring uh, lots of you have have asked about questions about fence companies, different kinds of fence. Who who do you trust to put a fence in? How important is the installation? And on and on and on. Well, as usual, we uh, search far and wide for a great company that's going to give you the straight story and not let you down. So we're proud to have with us, as busy as he is, Mr. Lee Tuck of Summit Fence. Lee, welcome to the All Four Seasons Home Show. We appreciate you coming out. Well, Jim, thank you very much. I appreciate that introduction. I know we we actually try to live up to that uh, description every day. Well, uh, you know, I'd like to uh, just for the our audience out there who may may not know about you. Well, give us a short bio on yourself. How you got in the fence business and the genesis of Summit Fence? Sure, absolutely. So, oh, back in the eighties, uh, I was actually in the army. Uh, served over in Germany for a few years. Uh, came back home, got out of the army, and. Uh, Went, went uh, right to work for a fence company over in Smyrna, uh, been, and I've been doing it ever since. So well, it's been interesting. Well, you know, there's a lot of fence companies, and uh, unfortunately uh, in metro Atlanta, it's uh, n- notorious for having uh, some fly-by-night uh, uh, comp- contractors and that kind of thing. So it's very hard to, to keep a business going by doing the right things for the right reasons because a lot of people in your industry and, and many other industries, of course, uh, make it hard for you to to establish a great reputation, right? You have to grind it out every day. This is true, and really, what I've said for years and years is Atlanta is such a growing city uh, that there's always room for people to be able to stay in business that that don't do quality work. 
So we, we see it, you know, all the time. Uh, we get lots of phone calls wanting to repair fences that have just been installed, you know, because wow. they, they're not happy with it. Well, you know, again, how long has Summit Fence been uh, in business here so, in Atlanta? So Summit Fence, I started Summit Fence in 2009. Okay. Uh, I had been uh, with several other companies and decided, me and my wife decided that we would start our own company uh, and just to do it better. And we were trying to do the best we can at that. And mm-hmm. and the the proof has been in the pudding. We We have a lot of happy customers. And as far as where is your business located and how big of a market area do you cover? Sure. We're, we're actually located in Ackworth, mm-hmm. and we do all of the metro area, so we, we pretty much go all over. We have a ton of, of regular customers that keep coming back to us, and uh, it's, it's been great. So yep. we, we do go all over. Uh, we, we can't go too far south. Uh, we do go down to Peachtree City, Noonan area. That's pretty far uh, south. It is. It is. <laughs> but uh, we, we, we seem to do uh, really well down there. So, And what are all the services and products that you provide? Just kind of a rundown, if, you, if you'd like to share that with us. Sure. Yeah, we do uh, all kinds of work, actually. We're a pretty versatile company. We do uh, residential work and commercial work. Uh, we've, we've done a lot of work at the Atlanta airport, which has been interesting. Um, so, so we're very versatile. We do all kinds of residential fence. Uh, I haven't seen anything that we can't do yet. There, there's a few things that we recommend not doing, but... But, you know, we can do anything. We also do a lot of custom driveway gates. You know, it's a big issue right now. Right. You know, we're all seeing, unfortunately, more crime. Right. Uh, and that's extremely unfortunate for all of us Atlantans. Um, but but it's, a, it's a fact of life. So we are seeing a big increase in, in uh, custom gates and driveway gates for folks. And we do a lot of them. I mean, well, that's kind of a, that's kind of almost a, a, an extended uh, division that you've started, isn't it? That's yeah. correct. Yeah, we we have two full time welders, uh, a nice shop, so mm-hmm. we can build all kinds of custom gates. You know, pretty much anything anybody wants, we can build. Right. Well, you know, it's funny when uh, you know when, when we were growing up, you'd see a lot of chain link fences and maybe the wooden picket fences, and they would rot and warp and need to be painted and maintained all the time. The, ver- the 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 variety of offenses and the designs i mean and, and the materials they're made out of everything have really changed haven't they i mean fencing is just so wide i mean there's all different types of of options for people right and maybe you might want to talk about some of those yeah there's lots of options you know it's kind of interesting so you know we've all we all know about what's happened in the past few years uh the the chain link has probably been one of the most changed products out there as far as pricing you know everybody uh in, in, you know everybody has the idea that chain link fence is is fairly cheap you know because it always has been mm-hmm. well over the past few years that has changed so chain link fence now is pretty much just as expensive as as wood fences you know that's that's the reality all of it has obviously increased in price but you know it's the world we live in so, um, but yeah, we still do a lot of wood fencing, you know, privacy, that's a, that's a big option. And sure, there are issues with wood fence that none of us can control. You know, it's, it, it they can warp, uh, they do a little splitting, uh, not, not, not too bad, but what I've done is, is incorporated a lot of things into our wood fencing program that imp- have improved it over the years. Cause you know, there's a lot of common problems. So a lot of the common problems that there are, we have been able to 
improve and and not have those common problems as much. Well, Lee, I would think the quality of the wood, the type of wood, makes a big difference too. It sure does. What, what, you big know, difference. and you, you probably demand a certain type of wood, or you're not going to install the fence. And other people are looking to cut corners by using cheaper wood or whatever. You want to go into those into that sure. a little bit specifically? Yeah, we actually bring pickets in from out of state because I don't like the the average pick that all the pickets that you can find here for a privacy fence are extremely uh, low quality and just not very usable. What are they made uh, out usable. of? <laughs> uh, pressure-treated pine is mm-hmm. the most most common. Mm-hmm. Uh, we can still use cedar, although that's, that's in my opinion, has pretty limited uses right. today. Uh, it still costs quite a bit more, and the, the quality of cedar is just not where it was you know, 10 or 15 years ago. So you know, pressure-treated is probably 95% of, of the wood that is used to build wood fences in this area. Now, um, you know, you said you worked for several companies, and you and your wife decided to go out on your own uh, several years ago and start your own company. What, what is required here in the state of Georgia or Metro Atlanta to be a fence contractor? I mean, what should people look for? If you're, you know, the audience is out there listening now, so Lee Tuck's going to tell you what you're going to look for to make sure you get the right kind of fence contractor. Licensed, bonded, insured, what? So, yeah, you you absolutely. The the interesting thing is fence companies are exempt in Georgia. And what that means is the owner of the company does not have to have a a builder's license. Okay. Mm -hmm. So, and this is true for all fence companies. However, uh, some of the things you really want to look for is the insurance, right? A lot of companies do not have a true workman's comp policy, okay? Mm-hmm. So in an insurance policy that if one of their workers is working in a, in a homeowner's yard and gets hurt or injured, uh, you have to have a true workman's comp policy and not a workman's comp certificate. There's a big difference there. And it is something, truthfully, that every homeowner should ask for. Well, you know, you just brought up a very important point because a lot of people think their homeowner's insurance is going to cover that if a worker from any any type of worker, any type of home right. improvement company, they get hurt on their on uh, at their house, and I mean they could they could be sued for a lot of money and medical expenses and a lien on their property and everything else, right? That is correct. So, now, home people's homeowners insurance will cover it, mm-hmm. but the problem is then they're then they're basically blackballed in the insurance industry. Right, you so. know, their insurance rates are going to go up. That's going to be a that's going to be an issue that's going to stay with them for a long time. You know, so having a true workman's comp policy is essential, in my opinion, and it you know should be asked for. So uh, it, it, there's no problem. People shouldn't be timid about asking that fence contractor, or any contractor for that matter. We're talking about fence contractor. I want to see your certificate of insurance, right? That's correct. And, and I, matter of fact, I, we have customers that go as far as calling our agent uh, to make sure that we do in fact have a current workman's comp policy because this this policy is very expensive yes it is, uh, yes, it, it it, is. and it's it's very expensive for a reason when somebody gets injured uh it's very expensive uh proposition so and we and we actually have one of the lowest or i've been told we have one of the lowest what what in the insurance business is called a mod rate mm-hmm. so we, we have a very low rate of injury uh we, which is very good for us very good for our customers um so yeah it's, it's an interesting topic of conversation that that frankly a lot of people have no idea 
you know, that they should be doing this. Right, right, right. Yeah, uh, you know, you need to be aware, folks. And, you know, it costs money to be in business the right way. Uh, this insurance costs money. That's why, you know, I, I, always, I always tell people when they ask me, because like I said, I've been consulting with home improvement businesses for over three decades. I tell people, uh, you know, consumers, look, if somebody is real cheap, if you're getting estimates out there and somebody's real cheap, you have to ask yourself this question. What are they leaving out? What are they not doing? Because it costs money to run a business the right way. It does. Yeah. It does. And, and it, it's very good questions to ask, and especially right. – on wood fencing. So on wood fencing, we do things much yeah. differently, yeah. and we explain that yeah. Yeah. to the customer. Yeah. Well, we're up against a break here, Lee. And, folks, if you're just joining us, this is the All Four Seasons Home Show. I'm Jim Nearkus, and we're here with Lee Tuck of Summit Fence. We're going to be right back with more information from Lee, and so don't go away. The winningest team in baseball also has the most saves, and people who save the most money are winners. So start earning saves by investing in worthy bonds for only $10 each. These bonds earn a fixed 7% APY, and there's no fees, penalties, or minimum balance required, and they can be redeemed whenever you like. You can even round up everyday purchases to buy additional bonds. Go to worthybonds.com backslash save. That's worthybonds.com backslash save, and save and win. Spring is here and baseball is back. You can't forget the derby. I love the hats. Do you have yours yet? My hat? I treated myself to a whole outfit. If you want to be able to treat yourself, then you should check out the Nest Savings Account at LGE Community Credit Union, where they want you to reach your savings goals faster. Take it from a pair of 680 The Fan Wives. Head to lgeccu.org to find out what makes their team number one in Georgia. This is the All Four Seasons Home Show on Extra 106.3. Welcome back to the All Four Seasons Home Show. I'm Jim Nearkos, and we are here with Mr. Lee Tuck of Summit Fence, giving us a lot of good tips and advice on how to choose a fence contractor, different kinds of fences, and, and much, much more. But I want to remind everybody that we are simulcast. And for those of you who are not familiar with that term, we're not only on Extra 106.3 FM, but also on 1230 AM. So if you're out a little further outside the perimeter and you don't get a strong signal, you can check out 1230 AM. Also, don't forget to download the Extra 106.3 FM app to be able to stream us 24-7 any time. And uh, we also uh, put the shows out on podcasts on Apple, Google, Spotify. So we have a variety of subjects, something different every week. You can go out there and, and find just about any topic and get advice on uh, a lot of good tips and advice from the best businesses in Metro Atlanta. So anyway, we want to get back to our guests. Like I said, we got Mr. Lee Tuck here of Summit Fence. Uh, Lee, I uh, want to ask you a question. Um, did you say you said that they don't have to be uh, they don't have to have a contractor a builder's license do they have to pull permits for a fence so that depends on what municipality that we're talking about yeah and and there are a lot of municipalities that now require 
permits. Well, we got so, a lot of municipalities here in Metro Atlanta. There are a lot. And they're trying and, to trying to start some more. <laughs> <laughs> that seems like a constant, doesn't it? Right. You know, I mean, it looks like Buckhead is trying to st- start oh, yeah. a new East city. Cobb, East Cobb is East trying Cobb, to become yeah. its own city. Yeah. 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 And, of course, uh, you know, we've seen uh, the Milton, you know, yeah. turn into a city, right. which that has turned into, a, a, I mean, a great city out there in Milton. Right. right. You know, the, the guy, that, the, the gentleman, uh, Joe Lockwood, that was the that, that basically helped start the city and was right. the mayor for years. You know, that, that's turned into just a beautiful city up yeah. there. Everybody, so. And every municipality sometimes has their own little twists and turns as to what they expect and what they demand, right? That they do. And, you know, the truth is we or anybody else in the construction industry, it's rather hard to keep up with all of the different rules from each municipality, right? So it is a good idea probably for every homeowner before you – even call a fence company to call your municipality if you're in an actual city, especially, uh, and not in just a, an unincorporated uh, county area. But if you are in a city, I recommend calling the city, finding out you know if the permit is required for a fence, because all municipalities that um, do require permits, that even if you're just replacing an existing fence, which is a very common um, job, mm-hmm. you know. It, you, they still require that a permit be pulled for that. And I do recommend, you know, doing that. Some of the municipalities make it a little more difficult. Um, and that, that's unfortunate, but that is the way, you know, it's the way it is. Right. So we do encourage, you know, homeowners to to get involved in that process. We can help the process. We can help people get a permit. But typically uh, the homeowners are responsible for getting a permit. So I recommend calling, find out what the requirements are, and and even just getting that process started right away. Well, another thing uh, there, Lee, you know, you, you, folks, you got to be careful out there. You just can't uh, have any chuck in a truck come by and tell you he's going to put his fence up because you have to know where to dig, right, Lee? Or so, so here's issues. one of the yes, sir. One of the main issues we see on a very regular basis. Matter of fact, we're moving a fence this week for a customer that that uh, used another company to do it, and apparently the other company never even mentioned that they should find the property pins or property lines. This is a very big, big issue, and we see it all the time. Sure. It, 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 it you disturbs can't be me. putting a fence on somebody else's property. Well, and what's interesting about that, so what, what Georgia law says is property lines establish ownership. Right. So you're right. So if you put up a fence and that fence is on uh, or off of your property onto a neighbor's property, the truth is the neighbor actually owns the fence. Right. That, that's the right. way it works. Right. So, yeah, we, we and I train all of my employees and all of my estimators um, to to actually you know, make sure that we know where the property pins are before we start an installation. And we have a program in our company. We will actually come find your pins for you. You know, we do have a fee for that, uh, but it's much, much less and much faster than calling a surveyor. Oh, yeah. But, you know, as long as the pins Probably a little are, cheaper, too. Yeah, a lot a lot cheaper, actually. <laughs> yeah, that's that's been interesting. You know, surveyors are now charging uh, 1000 or $1,500 just right. to find property pins. Right. You know, we, we do that actually for about 400 bucks. Yeah. You know. Well, you know, it can work the other way, too, because not only can uh, you know worry about putting and installing your fence on the other person's property, 
but it, it, installing the fence too too much on your property and not on the boundary. You're right. Giving up that land and. Yep. So uh, we so we uh, we normally recommend that everybody stay you know roughly four to six inches inside the property line. Yeah. What but about cor- what about gas lines and water lines and sewer lines and sprinkler systems? All that all that stuff's underground, right? The wiring, sometimes cable and telephone yep. lines and. Yep. So for all the utilities, mm-hmm. uh, we, you know, we will call for every project we do. We call in a utility locate, and they, the utilities will come out and mark the utility lines coming to the house. Now, however, sprinkler lines, um, like gas lines to a grill or gas lines to a pool heater, right? Th- those are issues that some of these lines cannot be found. Uh, sprinkler lines are a, a very common issue, right? Mm-hmm. So we're we're very very upfront with our customers that th- there's simply no way to find these lines. You know, we don't know where they are. the 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 installer that put in the sprinkler system will not what know where those lines are. Mm-hmm. And, and I've actually I've actually hired uh, twice in my career. I have hired the sprinkler company that put in a particular sprinkler system to be there when we dug the holes for the fence so that we would, you know, do our best to avoid these lines. And we actually broke lines while the installer was there approving where we mm. would dig these holes. And, of course, he was there so he could fix it immediately. But but that is an issue. But, but honestly, Jim, uh, there is no way to find these lines other than literally digging them up. And while you're digging them up, you're really likely to cut the line or, or crack the line you know, just with a shovel. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I've had numerous homeowners uh, tell me, oh, yeah, you know, I understand that because we've planted bushes and broke our sprinkler lines before. And so it's a common thing. You know, my, my advice is, you know, budget a little extra money that if we do happen to hit the sprinkler line, to have a, have a sprinkler gentleman come out and, or a sprinkler company uh, come out and fix those lines. You maybe know. maybe reroute it a little bit, right? Or reroute it as mm-hmm. necessary. Yeah. yeah. So so the best, yeah, because you know if we if we cut right through a line, you know that line will just have to be rerouted and 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 around the post, you know that that we would install. And it's a pretty common issue. We actually have a guy who is a very good sprinkler repair gentleman that we uh, recommend out, you know, to our customers. Um, and in jobs where we're, you know fairly certain we're going to hit them because there are jobs like that. You know, we, we put him on notice and asked him if he could go over, you know, relatively quickly after yeah. we install a fence. If and we you also got to watch those invisible fence uh, pet containment wires too, right? Well, yeah, that is true. They're, they're out there. But usually what happens with those is most people, uh, when we when those are present, which is, this is also a common issue, so, so a homeowner will get a um, – a hidden fence system is what they're typically called, mm-hmm. right? And they'll have that installed, and it simply doesn't work for them right. for a number of reasons. Right. And, you know, one of the biggest reasons we see is often it will it will stop uh, a homeowner's pets from going off of their property, but it does nothing to stop another pet coming from somewhere else right. or out of the woods maybe right. onto their property. It, right. it does nothing right. for that. So usually when those are there, uh, people, are, but they've changed their mind, they want to put in a real fence, you know, they're not too concerned about that mm-hmm. because they're like, you know, I, once I get this real fence in, I'm not going to need this, 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 you know, this electrical or hidden fence system. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, you, don't worry about that. Well, what, uh, for, uh, for the audience's sake, walk us through the process. Okay, somebody calls up. 
some offense. Tell, tell me what the procedure is, how you handle a, a typical consumer, residential customer. Sure. So a uh, customer will call in, and our uh, receptionist will take all their information, and, and depending on what area they are in, you know, we'll get it to the appropriate estimator, uh, and and then the estimator will, will give the homeowner a call back. We, we try to call back within 24 to 48 hours to make an appointment. Uh, our estimator will come out. Uh, meet with the homeowner, you know, establish what their needs are, establish what, what type of fence is going to be work best for them, and, and then we get a quote to them, and they let us know. Now, do you find that people generally know exactly what they want, or you have to kind of give them samples and, and you have to, have to guide them sometimes? What do you, what do you find? Well, we find both. Uh, and actually, one, one of the things, oftentimes we go see customers and they have a very good idea what they want, and we help them through this process. And often, what you know, we, we, we will help them pick something that's even you know a, a better uh, solution for what they what they need. You know, so it's pretty common for us. You know, we we like to actually find out what the customer wants and the reason they want it. Not just what they want, but why they want it. Right. So that we can put in a fence that will match their needs. You know. So it's it's pretty common for us to suggest something a little bit different than what maybe they thought they wanted. Uh, and oftentimes people know exactly what they want, and we help them through that process. Yeah. You know, uh, just to digress for a minute, we're you know we're talking about property lines. Something just popped in my mind. You also have to be aware of easements, because like That's in correct. a subdivision, people think they can put a cute little fence. On the on the front of their property, right by the curb, right. and they can't. That's They've correct. They got to be several feet up. That's correct. To put and that fence, and then it doesn't look the way they want it to that's look. That's right. It looks like the fence is in the middle of their yard <laughs> instead of. Jim, I, I can't tell you how many times that this has happened to me over the years. I mean, I've, like I said, I've been doing this. Uh, I'm not sure exactly thirty five years or so, but how many times I've been out to visit with folks that want to put a fence in their front yard, and then realize that that they can't go as far out as right. they wanted to. And right. really, that is mainly for the right-of-way. Right. So, yeah, the way these right-of-ways work for streets, you know, the county will own generally a 50-foot strip of property. Mm-hmm. So from the center of road, 25 feet towards mm-hmm. uh, uh, anybody's house is where the property line is. Right. So that that's a, you know, it's the same property line. You know, your property line meets the right-of-way property line. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, yeah, you're... You, it, 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 we see a lot of fences that go into the right of way, and then the county comes along and tells the homeowner they have to move it. And that's expensive. So it is expensive. Yeah. Moving a fence is is literally more expensive than installing the fence to begin with. And that's true for the security gates you're doing too, right? That's they've very got, they've true. They've got to back up off these. Maybe. Very true. Yeah, and different municipalities have different rules. That must be followed for operated or driveway gates. Mm-hmm. Yes, mm-hmm. that is a that is a very big issue. Now, when it comes to fence, it's not only just the quality of the materials, the quality of the fence, the design of the fence, but installation is just as important. Isn't it, it is important. You got to know what you because because all these guys don't install the fences properly, do they? That's correct. Either because they don't know or they're taking shortcuts. So talk about installation. How these sure. How, how these fences need to be installed properly, what the differences are. So uh, there, there, there can be a whole lot of differences. Um, we, what One of the things we see on a fairly regular basis are companies that, sh- you know, what, what we would call short post them so they, so they don't set them in the ground far enough, right? And that's a big issue. Uh, we see that 
fairly often. Uh, it's unfortunate, but it, but it happens. So, uh, you know, we actually employ uh, all of our install crews that work for us. They have been with us for years, uh, and they stay with us. You know, we treat them right. Uh, they, they treat us right and treat our customers right. And, and we, you know, we, we do not just go out and hire people off the street uh, and bring them in, which which is something we see quite a bit because the, so the fence business is cyclical, right? Mm-hmm. So so you're going to be busier in, in in the spring and summer than you are in the winter and the fall. That that's just normal. Uh, so so the challenge is, is is to keep good crews, right? So obviously to keep good crews, you have to pay them well. Uh, you have to treat them properly, uh, as we would treat anyone else, right? And and that that that's the way to do it. So I have installers that have been with me uh ever since i've been in business um so so it's it's important and it's it's the way it should be done you know but but we actually have a matter of fact this happened yesterday i had a a crew that that does not work for me that pulled into my lot and looking for work um uh and and told me about the experience they have working for another company and frankly it was well, it was wrong, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. It's just the basic truth. I right, mean, right. and you know, I mean, we we talked for about fifteen or twenty minutes, and and he described to me how he is treated uh, and how he is paid, and it's unfortunate, you know. But but you know, back to what you were talking about a minute ago, the bottom line: if you're going to build a quality fence and you're going to have quality people that work for you, you cannot be the cheapest people out there, right? It, it, that's just it's just life it's just the way it works it's just basic economics uh so so our view is is to be provide a very competitive price but provide a better product and a better service you know by doing that we just see on a regular basis these really you know inexpensive or cheap companies that that do everything as cheap as they possibly can it's it's not the way to be you know it's not the way to look at a construction project no you know no. i mean it's not because when you have problems i mean it makes the you know that cheap price you know is not so attractive when you get a low quality product that's that is the truth you know or, or you have problems with your boundaries and your easement and your uh, right. installation and all right that's I mean, correct Yes, it, you end up paying more money anyway more a lot and it you, can be a lot more money oh, yeah, yeah yeah the one the, the so the the a uh, customer that we had to move their her fence just the other day, just this week, um, told me that she she had several prices, and we were right in line with everybody else's price to do this job. But it was basically thirty five percent of putting in her whole fence. I see to move this one side of her of her fence because it would you know, nobody told her about the property lines. She didn't realize how important that was. You know, she she's a first time home buyer, so it just she didn't understand it, and it wasn't explained to her. You know, we never went out there on her initial quote, and I, it's unfortunate because this is some this is an issue that all of my employees bring up, right? And and it's it's interesting to us um, how often people don't know about property lines and it you know i mean first time home buyers uh, have no idea that that there is this established line that you know basically you should not cross right, right. um and and finding those property pins can be difficult you know and it and it's, it's not always apparent where they are and, it, and sometimes it, it doesn't even make sense where they are 
but that's because you know when 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 these when developers lay out a, pro, a, a property line or lots in a subdivision, that they're doing it on paper well before they even put a shovel in the ground. Right. You know, it's just sure. woods or it's a cow pasture, and they're going to turn into a subdivision. Right. That whole thing is mapped out before anything else is done. So you know. You, Property lines are a huge issue and and should be one of the very first things that are that is is determined. Now, what about it? Should should the estimate, the contract, should there be something in writing? Talk about that. Absolutely, right? yes. And, and always should have a. What's written, the best? We tell share with our audience what they should look for with that. It's a very good question, Jim. So you want to make sure that you have an actual drawing of where the fence will be placed, uh, which also should you know notate where the property pins are. Because uh, even if we ha- if we have the property pins, there are cases where we're not going to be right next to the property line for whole you know various reasons. Mm-hmm. Um, you want to make sure that there is an approximate time it's going to take to get to the install. Um, you know the the other issue we've already talked about, which is making sure a contractor has the proper insurance, which includes uh, an actual workman's comp policy. Right. This is very important and should be checked. Um, uh, want to make sure they know exactly what kind of st- what style they're going to be installing, mm-hmm. right? That's that's a it's very important, you know. Uh, and there's lots of details on that, which we go over very very uh, uh, intricately to make sure that we know what we're going to do and what the customer is going to expect from us. Now, in this time with with supply line chain problems and labor problems and this economy being so crazy like it is right now. What can in, and I'm talking about a residential customer. What, mm. What's the usual turnaround from the time they sign a contract with you to the time they can get their installation done? Sure. So uh, it depends on what time of year it is. You know, right now the fence business has slowed down just a little bit. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you know, we, we can install people's fence any in about two weeks right now. Okay. Um, you know, in, in the in the spring and summer, sometimes we're backed up as far as eight weeks. So, so that can that that varies with 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 the amount of business that that is out there, um, but but definitely a good thing to establish, you know, so that so that there's a, a known time frame or approximate time frame because you know we also have to deal with weather, right? So right. every time it rains, you know, all you know landscapers, fence contractors, pool sure. contractors have to work within the the bounds of the right, weather. Right, right. Yeah. What about uh, uh is a deposit required or how talk about the payment options and that type of thing what they should expect. Sure. So I do require deposits mm-hmm. uh, as well as most fence companies do uh that I'm aware of. So we we ask for a 50% deposit mm-hmm. and then after we're completely finished with the job we ask for the the second 50% payment, the right. complete payment. Um and I think that's that's Fairly standard in the industry. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, the truth is, the, the the fly-by-night guys are often don't ask for a deposit up front, but want the deposit as soon as they get there and start the job. Right. So th- this is an issue that that I have seen, and I know anybody that's been in this business a long time has seen multiple times. That so so it's interesting in Georgia, right? So so if you hire a contractor. Right, and they let's say a fence contractor shows up. He's a guy, you know, just a guy in a pickup truck, and he comes out and collects fifty percent of the money on the day he starts. He brings some material with him, unloads it into the yard, sets four or five posts in the yard, and leaves, <laughs> never to return. Yeah. This, this, and what happens is so. So 
uh, you know, the homeowner would call the police or sheriff. And they would come out, uh, and they will tell them, well, he's, he's gotten started on the job, so there's really nothing we can do about it. Right. And that right. is a very unfortunate thing. So making sure that you're using a high-quality, you know, dependable, reliable company is incredibly important. And I have seen this scenario in my career, I don't know how many times, 20 or 30 times. And it's always sad. You know, it's terrible because people are literally just ripped off. You know, I do see this. And it's, and it's rampant out there, isn't it? There's guys it, like that out there. You know, every time yeah. there is, the economy slows down a little yeah. bit or anything, yeah. you, you see this. You yeah. see the instances of this go up. Yeah, and we, we are yeah. seeing that. Well, we're up against a break now. If you're just joining us, this is the All Four Seasons Home Show. I'm Jim Nearkos, and we're with Lee Tuck with Summit Fence, giving us tips and advice about how to choose a fence contractor. He's got a special for you folks out there listening in the next segment, so don't go away. We'll be right back after this break. The winningest team in baseball also has the most saves, and people who save the most money are winners. So start earning saves by investing in worthy bonds for only $10 each. These bonds earn a fixed 7% APY, and there's no fees, penalties, or minimum balance required, and they can be redeemed whenever you like. You can even round up everyday purchases to buy additional bonds. Go to worthybonds.com backslash save. That's worthybonds.com backslash save, and save and win. Spring is here and baseball is back. You can't forget the derby. I love the hats. Do you have yours yet? My hat? I treated myself to a whole outfit. If you want to be able to treat yourself, then you should check out the Nest Savings Account at LGE Community Credit Union, where they want you to reach your savings goals faster. Take it from a pair of 680 The Fan wives. Head to lgeccu.org to find out what makes their team number one in Georgia. This is the All Four Seasons Home Show on Extra 106.3. Welcome back to the All Four Seasons Home Show. I'm Jim Nearkos, and if you're just joining us, you've missed a lot of good information, but there's some more coming up here from Lee Tuck of Summit Fence, how to pick a fence contractor, the different kinds of fences, what to look out for to protect yourself. Here on the All Four Seasons Home Show, we're always looking to provide good information for you to protect you, and we, we don't want to see you lose money. We don't want to see you get ripped off. So, Lee, question. Uh, should a fence contractor provide references from satisfied customers? You know, it's an interesting question, Jim. So, you know, the, the, the world has changed, right? Years ago, I actually used to keep a list, a running list, of people's names and phone numbers and their addresses, and when somebody wanted um, uh, a reference, we would yeah. just happily give it to them. But, but what I found over the past five or six years is people really don't want us to do that. You know, I mean, in other words, we you know we have a long list. We have thousands of customers, uh, and, and we have customers that call us back. We do two or three fences for them because they move. But, but most people today do not want us or anyone else to give their information out to other people. Uh, now, what we do now, if somebody does want a specific um, uh, uh, referral or, or reference of, of other customers, I'll actually call the customer first that I'm going to give as a reference, right? I'll call them, ask, ask them if it's acceptable. Okay. Right. Yeah, because, you know, that that's kind of become an issue today of, you know, just, 
giving out personal information. You right, know. right. Yeah, yeah. We, so we don't do that as much as we used to. You know, what about, uh, I know everybody's concerned with all kind of home improvement products and remodeling. They're all concerned now more than ever on maintenance. Yes. They want low maintenance, They want, or they want to know exactly what they have to do to maintain something because they don't want to have to replace it right away. So what, right. what kind of maintenance is involved here with uh, fences, and is there any, any such thing as a low-maintenance fence? Yes, there are. Uh, so there are. There, there's several different options in that category. And, and honestly, one, uh, it's a good thing to think about and talk about, right? So aluminum fencing today is a, is a very good choice that a lot of people use. It's become, a, it's become much more common than it used to be because uh, basically you put up an aluminum fence and unless a tree falls on it or, or a car runs into it, you know, it, it's going to be maintenance-free. Uh, and there are things that we do to to make them even a little bit better. So um, that's a good choice. And anytime somebody wants a wood fence, so I do recommend that anytime a customer puts up a wood fence, that that fence is stained. You know, and the, really the ideal time to stain a wood fence is when it's uh, three to six months old. Mm-hmm. So you want it to to cure out for about three months. And then, um, and then put a high quality stain on it. That is a service we provide. We use Sherwin Williams, you know, stains, and there's several different types. You know, it just depends on right. um, what what a customer would want. But we do um, solid colors, we do semi solid, uh, and transparent. So you know, but but using a quality product is very important when you're staining a fence. You know, because the labor is it's expensive to stain a fence, but Use a low quality product, and you know you're going to have to redo it in another year. So don't recommend that. What about uh, PVC with these like white picket fences? Is that something that you still do? Or we do um, a lot of PVC fencing is not what in the industry we call rackable. A lot of it is, but a lot of it is not. So in Georgia, it does limit a little bit. Um, the use of PVC, you know, because we have a lot of undulating terrain, so, so it, it makes some projects rather difficult to do with a, with a PVC fence. Right, right. Um, but we we do install quite a bit of PVC. Uh, it is more expensive, uh, but you know you, you're you can pressure wash it every few years, and 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 you know it stays looking really nice. Let me give you one tip on that because we just had a customer do this, right? We had a customer go out and wash his own fence, right? And it was a fence that we put in about five years ago, and he put a very strong chemical on this fence that is not designed to be used for a PVC fence. Right. And it stripped the coating or or the outside uh, of the fence. It stripped it off and and pretty much ruined the fence as far as – uh, aesthetics because that allows mold to grow into the PVC. So when you're going to clean a PVC fence, make sure that somebody does it that knows what they're doing and well, use the right product. Well, they didn't try to make that out to be your problem, did they? Oh, well, <laughs> you know, <laughs> there, there was talk of that, but, that, you know, I explained that very quickly, um, that, that when you clean a fence with a product not designed for PVC, it it will ruin it, and it's not a good idea. And with the intense heat, it doesn't melt or or, or bow the PVC or N- not in just normal heat from the sun. No, okay. we've never seen a problem with okay. that. Okay. Uh, we have seen a few burn to the ground. 
which yeah. which literally leaves a puddle on the ground. Mm-hmm. We have seen that a couple of times. Wow. What should the consumer expect when it comes to waste removal and cleanup? Because I know that they're like any type of home improvement or remodeling job, it's there's always a you know a mess until it's time to go. And do you guys make sure that everything's nice and neat and well, we do the best we can, and I'll tell you, it, it's it's a very important issue. So we do clean up extremely well. Yeah. Uh, I will say that that one thing, and we try to prepare our customers for this, right? So when you're installing a fence, it is a lot of work. You yeah. know, we're digging holes all right. over the yard. We're bringing right. up dirt. So right. so anytime, uh, so every time a fence is installed, it is appropriate that the homeowner expects to have to do a little bit of touch up on the landscaping right. because it, we, we can't leave it perfect. We, we are not landscapers, you know, uh, but all the trash should be picked up. There should not be any, any, you know, remnants of, of the fence install left other than, you know, there's going to be some dirt on the ground. We pick up most of it, but there is going to be, small things that need to be touched up. You know, mm-hmm. you put a fence in a in a uh, rock bed. There right. may be a little extra dirt right there, right. you know, that's right. you know, it'll wash out, but but yeah, you, you want to want to be prepared that a little touch up on the landscaping is probably going to be necessary if it's a manicured, you know, landscaped yard. Now, what about is there actual a, for, a foreman that's on the on every job or uh Yes, sir. Uh, yeah, so you, talk about that. Is what kind of supervision of the installers is going on when? Sure, we have regular meetings with our installers and our foremen to make sure that any issues that come up, you know, we talk about it and try to head off any yeah. and all issues yeah. that we can. You know, right. it's it's an issue, right. but because um, you know every fence job installed is different. There's not a single one of them that's the same. So it is a very custom thing to have a fence installed, and. Um, you know, there are all kinds of issues that are potential issues that we try to cover as all of them as best as possible. Right. So right. anytime somebody has specific requirements or specific um, issues they want to make sure that they're covered, they definitely need to be talked about. Right, right, right. Well, I tell you, you've given us a lot of great information. Lee Tuck of Summit Fence, thank you for coming on the show. Absolutely. Um, and uh, any parting remarks you have for people out there thinking about dealing with a fence company? I do. I, I would I would appreciate anybody uh, giving us a call. Uh, our office number is 770-334-6964. And let us come out and help you design a fence that will, in fact, work for you. And I want to thank Jim for having us on today. I, I appreciate the opportunity to come talk to Atlanta. Uh, this is my hometown. I've, I've, I grew up in Smyrna. Yeah. I love this place. Matter of fact, I grew up right down the street from from oh, our office on. here. And you got a special for the audience, don't I you? I do. I do. What so is any it? anybody that calls and 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 calls our office, let us know that you heard uh, about us through on the one hundred six point three, and we will give you a free gate uh, for your fence. So please wow. give us a call. We will. Ha- I'd love to help you out and have a good good fence for you. Thank you, Lee Tuck, Some Effects Fence, and thank you folks for listening to the All Four Seasons Home Show right here on Extra 106.3 FM every Saturday morning at 9 on Atlanta's only conservative news talk station and the home of Fox News Radio. Have a great week.
The winningest team in baseball also has the most saves, and people who save the most money are winners. So start earning saves by investing in worthy bonds for only $10 each. These bonds earn a fixed 7% APY, and there's no fees, penalties, or minimum balance required, and they can be redeemed whenever you like. You can even round up everyday purchases to buy additional bonds. Go to worthybonds.com backslash save. That's worthybonds.com backslash save and save and win. Spring is here and baseball is back. You can't forget the Derby. I love the hats. Do you have yours yet? My hat? I treated myself to a whole outfit. If you want to be able to treat yourself, then you should check out the Nest Savings Account at LGE Community Credit Union, where they want you to reach your savings goals faster. Take it from a pair of 680 The Fan wives. Head to lgeccu.org to find out what makes their team number one in Georgia. Support for Extra 106.3 comes from Natural Body Spa and Skin Remedy, celebrating their 35th anniversary and offering gift cards in-store and online. You can discover Mother's Day and anniversary presents online at Natural Body Spa and Skin Remedy at naturalbody.com.